Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Zach Kopp, Justin Charles, and Josh All. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Dogs. We didn't have a fan intro today. Uh, Kenny Mack was actually in Cleveland for the game, you know, so he probably didn't get a chance to do one. And everybody else must have just been too depressed after our win is what I'm going to say. So uh, we need more fan intros. So head to the dogspodcast.com. Uh, tap leave voicemail in the drop down menu. Uh, you got about a week left for Kenny Mack's uh, Movember campaign. Um, you can still buy shirts. We're going to donate 100% of the proceeds from those shirts to Kenny Mack. Uh, you'll find the merch link merch link in the drop-down menu uh, at thedogspodcast.com, or we usually pin the link to that on the YouTube episode. So if you just want to go straight to his link and donate and you don't want a shirt, just head there and donate. We're trying to help him hit his goal. Uh, he's a great guy, and he deserves it. Uh, you know, the Browns, they got to win this week. You know, it wasn't pretty, but they got to win. Uh, before we get into it, though, remember to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you can also find us on TikTok. If you prefer to just listen to episodes, check us out on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Um, you know, you can also find us on Patreon. I didn't type this out today, so I'm just kind of You're doing pretty it. good pulling from memory. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, check us out at jointhedogs.com if you're looking for more content. Uh, Patreon uh, page is really fun for everybody. Um, they kind of get their their takes in to us throughout the week. Um, like today, we messaged them and asked them what they wanted to hear about on the show or on the after hours, and they, had, uh, they told us what they uh, want us to talk about. So you kind of get more input on the show. Um, we're looking for more ways to beef it up. We got fantasy leagues going on in there. Winners of those leagues are going to get brown uh, dogs merch. Um, you get basically 24-7 access to our phones because uh, we got a group thread going on. So we're always talking browns. If you're a comic book nerd, we talk comic books a lot. We pretty much talk about just about anything in there. Um, it's really fun. So if you're, if you're looking for that kind of thing, head to jointhedogs.com, become an official Dog Pack member. In the doghouse. Listen, let me say something to you as a friend. You suck. So we're going to start with what went wrong this week. Uh, you know, Like I said, we did win. So before we get into what went wrong, we, I think we do need to say we're six and five. We control our own destiny. And even though it's not going the way we wanted and it's been ugly, there's a lot of six and four, six and five teams out there this year. It's been a very weird NFL season. Um, so, again, we don't want to, it's not that we're not ungrateful to be six and five and still control our own destiny. It's just, you know, we have to look and see is what we're doing so far going to get us to where we want to go. So, I just wanted to, before we just like, Talk disclaimer. About, yeah, like, before we we understand we're six and five, <laughs> yes. and the whole season's still in front of us. But we there's things we got to clean up big time because it, it the Lions have played people tough. But I I thought coming into this game it was going to be kind of like the Bengals game. I was just expecting maybe more the Bears game. I thought the defense was going to just completely like shut them down to the point where they had negative yards. Yeah, and then I thought we would just almost have a more of a an offensive game kind of like the Bengals where we were just gashing them for 30 yards, uh, a pop, and just – I thought we were going to score 30-plus in this game. Well, it was just me and you on the show last week, and I think that's kind of what we harped on the whole time was, you know, let's put up big points, uh, let's not do any turnovers, uh, let's shut them out or, you know, keep, keep them from scoring a whole lot of points, which we were able to do that part. Um, but I'd like to get Zach, Justin, you guys, because you're back. Yeah. Yo. Welcome back What's to the up? table. Hey. That's what, <laughs> what it was like to be back. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, this, the game going into it, it was kind of the same thought that you guys mentioned in the episode of <clears throat> that we thought the defense would be able to control them because the Lions offensively, they have literally no weapons other than DeAndre Swift. Yeah. TJ Hawkinson. And TJ Hawkinson. Yeah. But, uh, you know, at the wide receiver position, we were talking about how. Early in the year, Kadero Hodge was a great signing for them. <laughs> Can which you, we love we love Hodge in yeah. Cleveland, but that shouldn't be a great signing for your wide receiver core either. Can you name we just played the the Lions. No. Can you name a receiver? No. Come on, say Brown. I'm on Ross say Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Khalif, Khalif Raymond. Well, if they weren't here, yeah. I would have forgot. Williams yeah. Williams got cut already, right? Yeah, Tyro Williams He's got cut because yep. he wasn't ever yeah. playing. He was yep. always hurt. Yeah. And he was supposed to be their number one. Yeah, absolutely. And then you know, the development throughout the week happens. Jared Goff doesn't play. And then you're thinking, you know, 
okay, there's no way they're going to be able to do anything but, with right. Tim Boyle, who, <laughs> who I don't even know. I mean, how he's hey, on an NFL team. Yes. When you look at his stats, even back when he was in yeah. college, one touchdown in 25 games at UConn, 13 hey, picks. Somebody saw something special in that kid, all right? Give him <laughs> some respect on his name. <laughs> I don't know who he knows in the NFL. He's in He's in somehow. Who he and blows? I, it's not. <laughs> oh, wow. Jeez. That's he's based on his NFL talent, which he showed again on Sunday. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, offensively, you know, I thought after the New England loss, we would kind of turn things around. We ran the ball, all right, and mm-hmm. – that time, you know, in this game, but I thought everything was going to gel pretty easily mm-hmm. against the Lions, and it just kind of wasn't the case. What do you think, Justin? So, going into it, I kind of was on the same page with you guys. The more that I saw what the game was going to be like as far as weather, we were kind of all talking back and forth. I'm like, this is going to be just two run games. Just whose offensive line is better, you know, who's going to take it to the other team, which defense right. is going to show up. Um, so there was some of that, and um, thank God we have Nick Chubb. I mean, thank God that we have Nick Chubb because it was uh, it was very uh, disappointing at times as far as offensively. Um, I feel like Nick Chubb almost like single handedly won that game. Absolutely, on offense. I, I mean, I it, truly believe he did in the line. I mean, at one yeah. point in the yeah. game, the fans were chanting his name to give him the football yeah. towards the end of the game. I mean, yeah, Nick Chubb, you know. Kudos to him because there's times like that where one player can, you know, win you a game, and yep. he was that guy yep. for us. Because could you imagine if we were talking about how we lost to the Lions? Dude, <laughs> oh, my God. So <laughs> the first point I put in here uh, under what went wrong is what is wrong with the offense? How do we fix it? Can it be fixed? And can this offense get us to where we want to go? To put things in perspective for the offense, we have scored – Less than 17, um, one, two, three, four, five, five of our last six and six of our last eight, I think, or nine. We've scored less than 17 points. Some of those are 13, uh, 16, 10. I mean, it's the offense is atrocious. What? It's just crazy. I mean, last year they were one of the highest, you know, scoring offenses in the league. I mean, it was at least, what, 23-plus most of the time. And, and you can see, too, if you look at the – we scored 33 week one – or 29 week one. We scored 31 week two. We scored 26 week three, and it just it just keeps getting lower. And then we, we exploded for 42 the, against the Chargers, which we saw against the Steelers. Their defense kind of sucks. Yeah. You know? Yeah, a little bit. Um, it's supposed to be yeah, – give up points. It was, yeah, it was supposed to be mm-hmm. good, but – it's not that great. Um, we just, I think we can't throw the ball. We cannot throw the ball. And you and people screaming, run the ball, run the ball. We ran it more and we threw it. Yeah. Uh, how many carries does Nick Chubb have? 22. Uh, 22. That's, that's unusually high for him. Yes. Now, I know, I know Kareem Hunt's yeah, not no here. Kareem, but, it's still- but, I mean, you would think that they would offset more than five carries to Dearness Johnson. I mean, this, I was, this, was, this was a game. Yeah, like, I, I think the coaching staff was like, Put it in Nick Chubb's hands. We need to, we can't lose this game. Correct. I think yeah. that, you know, an interesting thing about the offense, though, and there was times they tried to get Felton involved mm-hmm. too, but yep. ever since Kareem Hunt got injured, we were always like thinking, oh, well, you know, Dearness Johnson's going to step right into that role. We really don't have to change anything. I feel like we haven't had that type of the wrinkle to the offense of those Kareem Hunt set plays yep. going to somebody else. It's like we were just like, that package is strictly Kareem's. We don't give that to anybody else type of I a mean, thing. I mean, they're they're like almost like night and day. You know what I mean? As far right. as Kareem Hunt, I feel like he would just run through a brick wall. Johnson's, you know, a hard runner too, but there's a little bit more finesse to it. I think it's obvious we're missing Kareem Hunt. To play devil's advocate though, you shouldn't need two top five running backs on your team to be good. No, no you know what I nice. mean. Like, it's nice to have that. It's nice, but you shouldn't. You shouldn't need the best offensive line and two of the top, at least top ten, probably running backs in the league. To no, make, I mean to score points on your team. I, I, for me, I would say having two of the top ten, you know, talented running backs in the league on your team is a luxury. 
Yes. Not a necessity to win. I, they, I agree with what you're saying. Yes. Exactly. And you would think then if we have that, and other teams know we have that, that the passing game would be wide open and thrive. And it's not. I mean, it is. The passing game is almost non-existent. We make fun of Tim Boyle, okay? <laughs> and he was bad. He wasn't that much worse than what, what our passing game was. Not? I mean, about 100 yards difference if you're just going to go that direction, but effectiveness yeah yeah not not much different the thing yeah, that put up like, 10 we only put up 13 i mean we're obviously going to talk <laughs> yeah. about we're always going to talk about baker and his level of play and you know and you're going to have fans that are with baker that are saying you know it's injuries and it's this and they're going to have the reasons to defend him then you're going to have you got like the people that are going to hardcore defend him till the end because they've gone through it with the whole quarterback situation they're just like ah no I'm not not going to give up on this guy and they're just going to hold on to that then you got the middle group right now that's kind of was the defenders and now they're just like it's getting really hard to keep defending him week after week after week you know <clears throat> you know you got that middle group then you got the group that's just like done let's move on let's get rid of and you got three groups right now okay so but if we do take a look now i do put a lot of it on baker i personally in my opinion put a lot of it on stefanski but then if you kind of look at things our wide receiver core really isn't any good either now it's not but but and i know you're going to say about getting rid of odell and doing all that but i don't think that odell was elevating our wide receiver core either I, but if you look at By being at wide it, open all the time, you, that, just... Okay, you can watch <laughs> seniors' videos of him being oh, wide PFF, open all the time. PFF, o- open over 70% of the time. If you look at our wide receiver <laughs> core... what it is what it is. I mean, Jamarcus Bradley is one of our leading receivers on the day against the Lions. You just talked about not knowing anybody in the Lions. If I said Jamarcus Bradley was going to be one of our top wide receivers in this game, you'd probably thought I was crazy. No, it was a bl- it was definitely a blow to the offense to last minute lose DPJ and the last minute lose Schwartz. Yeah. Even though we've talked all year yeah, that Schwartz isn't that great. He was no, he was we at high hopes had a like I'm not going to say a high ceiling, but you knew that he was like a one-trick pony, but you figured like with Stefanski's play calling you would get him involved in a way and it just hasn't been the case and it's like we constantly are talking and being like why is this guy in the field yeah and yeah. we were like oh we can't wait to see this guy stretch the field and be that tyree kill type gadget of just take the top off the defense and he's not that guy at not, all at least not yet not yet right. not I think yet. that's fair um yeah. Before we get, I don't want to go too hard into Baker because there's a couple things we want to talk, and then we have a, a voicemail to play about Baker from one of our Patreon members, and then we'll go hardcore into that. So, because I trust, I got opinions. Uh, yeah, I got so, some stuff too. But you would think, you know, coming into this game, you, even with missing some of those guys, I just thought we have three tight ends who I would consider at least. So they're not elite, I wouldn't say, but they're above average. No, but I would say our tight end core, those three guys it's, are better than most teams' tight end group. Yes, and I think any one of our three tight ends, if you were to cut them today, would get picked up and probably start or play a lot of snaps on any other team. Yeah. So I think as a, as a group, they're very solid. I, don't, I wouldn't say any of them are elite, but they're all, I think, above average or at least flirting with average to above average. And then he had, we had our safety net in Jarvis, you know, and then we had Nick Chubb who was running the ball for six yards a run. So I just really thought the offense was going to be better than what it was. Does anybody else, and, and this kind of goes to what, you know, Zach was saying a little bit ago, but does anybody else think Jarvis maybe looks like he's lost a step out there? He's not exactly the I, same player he used I, to be. Yeah, so I don't know if he's 100% healthy and you know and you're going to get that in the end of it. nobody is at you know this point right especially if you're an older veteran guy which jarvis is getting a little boy you know he's not 28 29 yeah, he's not young anymore you know it's not bouncing back from an injury oh hey it kept me out a week i'm full go the next week probably lingers a little bit more for him um Call i think there's cr- frustration setting in for him as well that affects his performance a little bit Call uh, me crazy on his touchdown run. I thought he looked explosive. When he made the decision to run, he outran everybody. Right. He looked faster than everybody. So to me, I don't know. He looks fine to me. 
the last couple weeks, but to me, this game, he looked better than he had looked the last couple weeks. I think that they look to definitely get him more involved after the story. You know, the, I forget if it was Mary Gay came out and said he wanted to be more involved. He didn't know why. What? And then, I mean, I think he had eight or nine targets or something like eight that. Eight targets. We only caught four for 26. <laughs> Which, Blake will tell you, that's a Jarvis game. Four yep. catches for I know, that's what under I'm, 30 yards. That's what I'm saying. Um, so what do we need to do to fix it? I think we probably need to play this voicemail if we're going to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> All right. Well, before we get into that, then um, <laughs> one thing I want to address in what went wrong 100% is the penalties again. Yeah. Oh. 10 penalties for 82 yards. And I get penalties happen in football, you know, holdings. It's pre snap penalties are killing us. I know it, we had three offsides on defense again at one point. How hard is it to watch the ball? You sound like LeVar Arrington. Watch the ball. Yeah, watch the ball. <laughs> I, I don't understand how how hard that is. The, no, I don't see any other team that has this, this problem. When we watch, it's not like when the Browns opponents come into Cleveland, they're getting five false starts a game. It's ridiculous. Yeah, let me pull it up real quick and see what it was. Um, penalties, we had 10 for 82. Yeah. They were 7 for 67. So we are worse. And, and we keep hearing every week, like the penalties got to stop, but they're not stopping. Mm-mm. Get it figured out. It's ridiculous. I don't treat them like they're seven. If you have to <laughs> put a ball on a stick, you know, and say, hut and don't move the ball. And if they jump, make a run a lap. I don't care what you got to do. Figure it out. Cause it is so annoying and it's killing the defense. Can I ask you guys a crazy question? <clears throat> well, Just yo. with, all the extra stuff that's kind of going on as far as with the team and just over the last couple of weeks, do you think that Stefanski still kind of has control of the locker room or is it kind of just me and Blake were talking about on the way over? It's kind of, it's loose. It's a bunch of, he said it was just a bunch of I guys. Look at me guys. We don't, we don't feel like a team to me. Uh, what's his face on Cleveland Browns daily said we're front runners. And when it's going good, everybody's into it and we steamroll people. But as soon as like that one thing goes bad, we just snowballs, it snowballs yeah. into disaster. Well, I mean, what was that last week of the week? When was that when Miles came out and was saying about we're not, you know, coaches aren't making adjustments when we that need was to? Just this past week. So, yeah, right before this game. Yeah. yeah when when you're not doing was, things that you think you should do, you start looking for who to blame. And I think that I really think the defensive players are not in on Joe Woods' system. I agree with that. I don't, it doesn't look like it. And then offensively, I think a lot of skill guys are tired of like not getting the ball. It's, it's some point Jarvis can be a great teammate and awesome, but at some point, like we're affecting his livelihood. You know what I mean? Like he's got more football in his career. He wants to play. We're not giving him the ball ever. And then when you're not it, to make it even worse than when you're losing to teams, you shouldn't lose to, or you're not scoring points against the lions and you, you didn't get the ball that often, then it's going to compound it and make it even worse. So, um, we, the Stefanski, I mean, in my opinion, Stefanski is like walking a tightrope trying to keep it together. It's like, it feels like if we get blown out against Baltimore, it's about to, it's going to go off the rails. And that goes right into the bye. Yeah. So you it's going mean? to be two that- weeks of mm-hmm. hearing that stuff. So, right. you know, in my head, if we're, <clears throat> if we're going to have this conversation about what Justin, you know, the question you brought up, I, th- I had a conversation with, I think it was Blake and a different text thread that we have. And we were talking about, you know, Stefanski being the head coach, you know, it's almost like him tying his, his season to playing Baker instead of making the authoritative decision saying, Hey, no, we're going to set you. We're going to go with case. We're making that decision. You're not healthy. Well, you can sell it as that. I don't care. The doctors say you're, I'm saying the better option is this. The doctors are clearing him. I know, but that doesn't matter to me. I, I mean, if I it can does see because that one, if, if he, if the doctors, it doesn't clear, matter. if the doctors clear you and Baker's in the public icing, I'm healthy enough to play. And then he sits you for case Keenum. It's over. No, it, it's okay. over. It's a full blown QB controversy in the media. But you have one right now anyway. You don't. Nobody's. Really How do you calling. not? Because you got a bunch of people. You're one that say get rid of Baker right now, no matter what. No, after the season, 
Okay, but I just don't. What if it means losing your locker room for the rest of the season? Now you lose guys that don't want to come back next year because you tied your wagon. You tied your wagon to Baker. What Mayfield. if you? What if you sit Baker? Okay. The doctors are telling you he's okay, and he's telling you he's okay. Okay, but and I then you sit it, Baker, and we lose, and we lose. Okay. Now what? I would, you go back to him. I don't, I'm not you saying can't. that I go. You can't. I'm not saying that I go back to him, but I'm saying if I am a coach of a football team and I see that my quarterback cannot, if I'm hindering my playbook, can't get guys open, and I'm hearing uh, players are getting upset, you got to do something. You can't do the exact same thing. Ah, oh, no, Baker says he's healthy. We're just going to roll Baker out and throw for 150 yards again, and then have the same guys complain. The next the next day, right after, say, I'm not getting targets. I'm not getting the ball. I need to be involved more. Coaches aren't making any adjustments. We don't know that Miles' thing is just based defensively either. I mean, Miles is like the, one of the leaders of the entire team. Just because he came out and said coaches aren't making adjustments, that doesn't always have to just mean the defensive side of the ball. I think that there is definitely a frustration level building, like Justin said, in the locker room that is going to affect not just the Baker decision at the end of the year, but there's going to be guys feeling a certain way towards Stefanski too, that like, Hey, you earned all of our trust coach of the year. Everybody thinks you're great. Even though we played the easiest schedule at the end of the year and Baker gets, you know, awarded for that. Oh, you know, everybody liked it. And now everybody's like, Oh, it was the easiest schedule. That's why he went off. Those are easy games for Stefanski to win too, to win coach of the year. And now you're going to have guys that might be like, Oh, hold on a second. What was that? I think that there's going to be guys that think that way too. So this is exactly why, like, was that? Well, last week we talked. I, I after Baker had that knee injury where he was, he didn't look good and everything. But then they said, "Oh, he's probably okay" or whatever. I wish they would have just said three week IR. It's a that would have been such a simple. He might not have liked it, <clears throat> but tough crap. You know what I mean? They should and have then just you couldn't bring exactly. Him back, right? Then he's automatically out for three <clears throat> games. That would have been the Lions game. The Case could have beat the Lions, obviously, because Baker didn't. Um, and then the Ravens game is going to go the way it's going to go. And then we'd have the bye week. Which we might end up having a decent chance because they're going to have to play Huntley most likely. Can you can you put a player on AR who's being medically cleared by doctors? Well, I don't know. And I don't know. All the, he's healthy to play. Then you put him on. You think Baker's not going to then come to the media and say something stupid? Because that's all he does. I think that there's times, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which that's something else that we have to get into. Yes. But I do think that there are times that even though somebody may be medically cleared to play, they aren't healthy. Like the, you can be medically cleared to play, and, and still I don't know not whose decision that is to go to. I mean, the IR. The, I don't know if that is like the the medical staff, and oh, like they have to approve it, or like if the coaching staff can just say this, we're, we're putting this player on the IR. Yeah, I don't we, know. I don't. I don't know. know. Or call me crazy. Team. Maybe they don't believe that the injuries are why he's not playing bad. Possibly. Like I'm pretty sure Baker said, you know, I'm the throws I'm missing in the game, I'm making in practice. So maybe he keeps playing because it's not the injury. I don't know. I, I, that's just my. And, and then when if, I and if they don't think, watch him, I don't think he looks okay though on Sundays. At t- like you can say that you thought he looked okay late in that game and shouldn't have been taken out. I mean, the guy was limping around. Could barely walk. I watched him times. this game, though, running like bootlegs. He looked fine. And then... I know. I'm saying, though, late in that game, you wouldn't... Have, would you have stuck with Baker late in that game? This one or the one yeah. before the no, one? No, this one. He, this one. Not the New England game. Forget about I don't even want to think about that game. I would have pulled him after a second pick. His but injury see, had nothing to do with his pick. <clears throat> he threw it right to the guy. Yeah, but see, like, in my eyes, I feel like... And I know it's just different because it's the NFL and you got money on the line and you got all these different things but in my eyes I'm playing the better guy that's just that's the way I would be I'm do you think Case is the better guy if if Baker isn't 100% healthy and I see that all week long and Case is the guy and Case is but healthy but they're saying in practice I'm, he's making those throws he's making those plays well I'm not a practice I wouldn't be able to tell you if yeah. he's making those you know plays. what I mean that's so, hard for me to speculate saying that yeah in practice he's making I'm, these throws I'm just saying if you sit him and then Case loses you can't go back. If you sit him, it's done. It's done. That's, you can't go back. <clears throat> if you don't sit him, it might be done anyway. So are you trying to win this year? Or are you okay with losing the rest of the season? Just being like, ah, uh, hope we get somebody next year. If not, we got to bring Baker back. And here's the thing. I, 
I don't think you sit Baker now because why? Well, here before we're still winning, we're still winning the games that we would win, and we're losing the games that we would lose if Case played. Let's play this voicemail from Derek because it's going to kick off that conversation. Okay. All right, guys, this is Derek. I had a question, and I don't know if this is just me being a beaten down, depressed Browns fan or not, but I think we should just sit Baker the rest of the year. I think where we're at right now in the season, the only chance we do anything is to sweep the rest of the division. And if you think that Joe Woods' defense is going to sweep Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens twice, I think you're crazy. Not that I'm not hoping for that, obviously, as a Browns fan, but if we're being realistic, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, so going forward, you know, we talk about Baker and what are we going to do with him. I think you just sit him, let him get the surgery, let him get healthy, go into next year, new defensive coordinator, get more weapons at wide receiver, and then see what see what you got. You know, Baker's got the fifth year left. But if the Browns can get better options at quarterback, I think they need to do that. But I think at this point, we're not going to get a fair assessment of Baker going forward. And I think the season's a wash. What do you guys think about that? Am I just a depressed Browns fan? I think we all are, but maybe me more than others. I don't know. Let me know your thoughts. (laughs) So I don't think uh, you can come in next year with Baker as the only viable option at quarterback on your team. If he's still on this team next year, there's somebody that we brought in to compete with him. Yeah. Because I'm not doing this again. Another year of he's good, no, he's bad, he's good, no, he's I'm not doing it again. Four <laughs> years is enough. Fit over like by the end of this season, because if or even right now he's played what 55 games, that's enough. I'm not doing it for a whole nother season. I'm not wasting another year of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt for for this. I'm tired of this. We always talk about that window. And the Browns, we feel like they're they're in it. But I do agree with, well, we, and we talked about it earlier, agree with Derek. The receiving options, that's not good right now. But, the, I mean, the running game is, I think the receiving options we have are good enough to complement the running game we have. If we had a quarterback that could elevate those guys a little bit, maybe hit them when they're open, I don't know. And so, yeah, and then so say we bring them back next year with no competition. And we, we, we got to, but we got to bolster the receiving core. How much does the guy need? You know what I mean? Like, how much does he need? He need, he has to have the he has to have Jarvis three above average tight ends and an elite number one and the two of the top ten running backs and the best offensive line in football just to be six. I mean, come on! At what point does he elevate anybody and quit getting carried? Are are our tight ends as good as what we think they are, or are they just because there are options that we have to throw the ball to? I mean, we're a year away or removed from thinking that we were just going to cut ties with Njoku and just cut him and get rid of him. And then like Harrison Bryant last year, we weren't thrilled with him. He wasn't, he didn't step up to the levels we thought he was going to be. I, okay. So to answer, I, I agree. You shouldn't have to go out Alan Lazard and Valdez Scantling and guys like that aren't elite wide receivers. No. They have Devontae Adams. He's elite. He's elite, yeah. Okay. The other guys, not so much. Now, there are teams that have elite wide receivers and stuff like that to help them out, help quarterbacks out. I don't think – I mean, you can only have so much as a team, too. We've prided – this team isn't built to throw for 400 yards like – Kansas City or Buffalo, but they're not also to, built to run for 200 yards a game either. You know, we have a great run offensive line. Yeah, they're good in pass block too, but they're they're a run. Wyatt Teller is built for getting downfield and cracking heads, yep. not pass protection. Okay, that's kind of his. That's what our line's built for, and we've shown that's what we want to keep. We just signed Nick Chubb. That's what we want to keep. So I think that. The organization knows that I don't know if they are buying into they need that a Patrick Mahomes type QB that's going to throw the ball fifty times a game. I, I and to answer Derek's question, I don't think that I don't know if you sit him for the rest of the year and you're just like ah we're done with him. I'm not saying that when I gave my opinion on if I saw the Baker wasn't healthy and I said hey you got to sit a week and get healthy like we did for the Denver thing, then that's the decision I would make. 
Case, I, Case isn't the long-term option. I think we all agree on that. Yep. He's not the long-term option. I don't know if there's many guys out there in the NFL for next season that are going to be that option. The, the rookie draft class coming up, you may draft somebody and like get that surprise type of a QB, but we missed last year's draft where there was five taken in the first round or something crazy like that. So you're not going to get anybody that steps in and is like, oh, he's the guy. He's Trevor Lawrence. He's Mac Jones. You know, he's Zach Wilson type talent that came out and was going to start right away. So <clears throat> I agree we got to bring somebody in to try to compete. Blake, earlier in the week, you mentioned like a Tannehill, Mar- Marcus Mariota type of a situation. Tannehill came in, want, you know, got the job, and then they ended up getting rid of uh, Mariota that season. So something like that I could see happening. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, and uh, Derek said the, the season's a wash. It's not. It's not, not a, a wash. wash. No. We're six and five. This, this NFL season is a season like no other. Okay. The, the Chiefs t- are six the, and four. The Titans. I mean, I think if you go back to a couple, of, like one of our first two weeks or something, we were like, ah, Titans are done. They're done for, you know, their window's over. That's when they still had Derrick Henry. Yeah. Okay. They were the one seed coming into this week and then they got beat by uh, under sub 500 team. Who'd they, they, uh, Texans, right? Yeah. Yep. Houston. Texans beat them. And then they're missing so many guys right now though. And then the Colts beat Buffalo, Buffalo, the new team to beat. Josh Allen MVP after the first couple weeks. They look lost. Yep. You know, so this I, I know we gotta play the Ravens twice, and then we have the Packers down the schedule, but the Raiders are so up and down, I don't believe in them. Yeah. I don't believe in them. And the Ravens, if they gotta play Huntley this week and not Lamar Jackson, that's a totally different team. We just saw I mean, took heroics to beat Matt Nagy and the Bears. Nagy's probably losing his job, they're saying, after Thursday. Thanksgiving. <laughs> You know, and then you got the Packers, okay, probably one of the best teams. And then you got the Steelers and the Bengals. I mean You think you're gonna go into Pittsburgh and beat Pittsburgh though? I don't know. Couldn't do it at home. No. Nope. I don't know. I it it depends. Steelers aren't healthy right now either. You know, so I think that the, to for anybody, any fans out there that are like, ah, season's over, it's not. Like, it, have things been going right right now? No, but it's not over. It's not over, but I, I did anybody think this was the conversation we wanted to have going into the first Ravens game? We, no, I mean, no we, nobody we thought that. We were, this, this week was supposed to be like, okay, we've had a pretty decent first half of the season. We're picking things up. We're rolling. These are going to be some two great games against the Ravens. We're not in that, in that position right now. I'm pretty sure in our like uh, schedule overview, I had us going to this game and losing for only like our second or third loss. Yeah. Well, all right. Shame so, on us. Yeah, big time. So let me throw this out here. I don't know if anybody else saw this, but I saw this on Twitter the other day. According to Pro Football Focus, the Browns have the NFL single lowest catchable pass rate on targets to wide receivers deemed open or wide open. So if if a receiver is considered to be open or wide open, we have the lowest catchable pass rate. That means the passes are absolutely abhorrent. Yep. And that doesn't shock me that, at all. Hey, that was Odell's fault, though. That was Odell's fault. Uh, I also heard today that he's like 25th in the league in passer rating from a clean pocket. Uh, he's 26th in the league in completion percentage, 27th in the league in yards per game, 23rd in the league in touchdowns, and 22nd in the league in passer rating. These are all this year's stats. Yes. Yeah, I... And I was listening to another podcast today, and um, they were just kind of recapping some games, and they were talking about the other night, and they were bashing uh, Daniel Jones because he only had a QBR of 15.4. And I looked, and Baker had 8.6 against the Lions, and Daniel Jones at least got to play the Buccaneers. And, and like I told Justin, his, his floor is just too low for me. His floor is like a floor basement. It's bad. He has so many games. Like his bad games are that yeah. or eight, eight. You know what I mean? I mean, I feel like that. That's not like the first time he's had a game. And I said, good quarterbacks can have bad game every once. Sure, in a while. they all do. But you can't have four of them a year. Not at eight, and it can't always be like against the good teams. I mean. Get, no, I mean, tell me like a, a, a big signature win against a, a top tier team that 
that Baker has. I mean, you're you're 15 of 29, so you're basically the playoff game. 50. percent I was gonna say hey, Pittsburgh. The game against the Lions, so he's about 50 percent. Only 176 yards, six yards on average, one touchdown, two picks, two picks. It, Come on, and they were. Can we talk about the picks? Yes. Can we just, just talk about them? Because mm. I, I think everybody, let's just do our collective throw up together. Because that's what they were. That first pick should have been touchdown. Touch down. I mean, a competent quarterback, a decent. Tim Boyle probably makes that throw. <laughs> no, he, he doesn't. Because <laughs> we saw that also. He does not make. They it. didn't have anybody that open. No. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying though. Jarvis shook that defender. I mean, that guy. That guy didn't know where Jarvis was going. Jarvis was. Straight to the end zone. All you had to do is put it on him. Anywhere close to him. A little behind him, he still catches it and takes it. What's crazy to me, too, is so people will blame the injury. Well, he's injured, so that's why he missed that throw. You can bleep it out. <laughs> uh, second. <That's> great. <laughs> uh, second. The, the second interception, I did, did he hurt his eyes? <laughs> because he threw it right to the Lions guy. Yeah. He threw it right to him. And it's just, can we all agree now that, like, this this whole it was Odell's fault. That was just a total scapegoat BS thing, because now I've now seen what three games without him, two games, and he's been trash. Let's put it this way: last year you, I mean, it, that's why I was making that argument because of the way the season played out. But this year, yeah, I mean, I can't argue that anymore because I've seen enough. Like I, I've seen what I need to see, and it's not good. It's not good. So this kind of goes back to uh, DFs voicemail too like for me this might be unpopular with browns fans and this is crazy but i kind of think if it let's just say theoretically if it is injuries that are causing inconsistencies in his play or whatever shut him down you have him for a fifth year shut him down let him get healthy i I agree bring somebody in for to compete there's got to be some type of competition it can't be a hey this is just gonna yeah, be a not free, a Case Keenum, yeah. um, not and a you gotta, Nick Mullins. He, you got to think that he's going to play his heart out because he's got he's he's literally in a contract year. This is it. You like you say always say, oh, if he sits down, this is it for him. Well, his fifth year will be that could be it for him. I mean, he's probably good enough to go to another team, maybe, and be a, a backup, backup guy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. At this point, though, like all right, so whether he finishes out the year on the bench and doesn't play anymore, or he finishes out and starts every game for the rest of the season, which one has a worse effect on his I, future? Because well, uh, the way he's term, playing, long term, he might de- he, he might destroy his long term future. Yeah, he's playing himself out of any sort of contract i'm talking just health wise yeah i mean like if he takes a shot in the leg and his legs already banged up and his knee blows out that might be it well that's true too yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, i mean it's it's a difficult thing and i think the reason stefanski has a difficult time is because he knows that he has no other good option. Everybody thought, oh, you know, Case Keenum coming in. Ah, oh, you know, he's he was this guy in Minnesota, and then we saw Case Keenum, and we're like, he really isn't good either. He's good enough to he he can get you keep you in some games if right. Baker was I, I mean, be out for going to be out for long term. I feel like I would go with Case if I knew that my playbook opened up and I didn't have I to agree. hinder myself of. We got to always have three tight ends on the field, and we can only ever have one wide receiver. And it, you know, if we if that was the case, see there that little pump. That was a nice play, dog. Yeah. yeah, there uh, you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I stole that from Adam Mackey, actually. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> I think that it's an it's an interesting point, Josh. I I I don't know the answer. Which is better? You sit them and you shut them down for the year, and then you do it like Justin saying, "Hey." This is your year to prove it. You're get a hundred percent healthy because yeah. and if, this is and it. If, and if he comes out and he's he's that guy that we've seen, then we know there's and We're he's talking. probably and he's probably not playing. Right. If he and comes out and plays like that in training camp and stuff like that, he's probably not how playing. How quickly life can change. Absolutely. Ten weeks ago we were talking after that Kansas City game, we thought we didn't blame Baker for that game. Baker did everything he could in that game for us to win. Nope. You know, and the Chiefs defense wasn't obviously <laughs> good. And we can say all oh, they only scored points because the Chiefs defense sucked and all that type of stuff. But Baker played really good in that game. And our offense looked good. Everything looked good. We're talking, man, he really wants that contract. You know, we better we hopefully we don't gotta talk about that all year long when he's gonna get signed. Now we're talking about well cutting or trading him. <laughs> yeah. 
10 crazy. weeks, 10 weeks. It's crazy. Just over two it's months wild. later. It just, you know, all, all summer long, we were like, is the deal going to get done? Yeah. Deal going to get done. Who's going to get paid first? I do think the injury, I mean, cause let's put it this way. Even though the schedule last year, the back half of the season wasn't the most difficult, it's still NFL football and he wasn't anywhere. I mean, he, he didn't look like this Baker at all. This Baker is pitiful out there. So I do think the injury is playing a role, but it's his fault for not addressing that and at least trying to get healthy. I think he's putting the team in a bad situation. Absolutely. He said he, said he wouldn't play if he thought um, it was hurting the team. Yeah, because he, 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 he... Liar, <laughs> liar. I, I think he truly does, but he believes that he gives the team the best chance to win. I mean, because that's a competitor got, mentality. I get that, I think but... That he's, yeah, in his head, that's what he's thinking. And Blake will tell you he's thinking that way because he knows, like, hey, I might not get that chance again. Yeah, he's the writing on the wall. Which there's a lot of guys. No, I don't. I don't disagree at all. There's a lot of guys that have that mentality. You know, I think Blake or somebody mentioned on the show. You know, Tom Brady would do stupid stuff in practice, be like, oh, hey, no, you're not getting this rep, because and go take one more. You know, just to be like, hey, no, let him know. Yeah, this is my team. Right. So there's guys that have that, but I think. More guys would respect Baker's decision to say, "Hey guys, you know, I gave it my all. I, but I gave I it all, but I can't. And you know, this is killing me. I can't even step well, up to, to make a throw." I think everybody would look at the film and go, "Yeah, we know." Yeah, Jarvis would <laughs> probably be like, "Man, I've been waiting for you to say that since I got hurt back in week four. <laughs> I just, to me, too, like the, it seems like the injuries only come up when he plays bad. Nobody talks about his, his shoulder after the Bengals game or after the Chargers. But I think but we he, talked about that he didn't look great in that game. The Chargers game? No, I'm saying the Bengals game. You know what I mean? Oh, go look, go read the YouTube comments. Well, I'm <laughs> saying read that the YouTube. I don't think that we came out and we were like, ah, oh, Baker's back. And I, I don't think, I didn't feel that way. I, well, definitely what we're establishing, though, for certain is we don't know what exactly the problem is, but there is definitely a problem. Yeah, it, it is this up and down train ride we're on sucks. I we think, can't keep doing. And it's this. a decision either way, either way you look at it. It's the decision the Browns can't afford to get wrong. Right. Either way, you get rid of him. Can't get it wrong because you don't know if whoever you bring in is going to be what. What if Baker goes somewhere else, blows up? He's a franchise quarterback. It, when he gets the, cha- you know, he goes competes. And then we're like, we just got rid of that. Oh, no matter what happens. Guy, we got rid of it. Now, and you keep him, and then you pay him, and then people are like, ah, oh, he was the reason we never won. Yeah, you get yep. more of this. We were ready. We were, yep. uh, a team was ready, and we signed him, and now we ruined our rind- window. Yep. So, a, go ahead, Doug. So, I was gonna, I, I to ask Justin this. If Baker got hurt preseason, didn't play a single game this year, and Case started all 11 games, what do you think our record would be? <laughs> I think it would be six and five. Honestly, it might even be like seven and four. Do you think? We, nah, yeah. Well, I think. What about the Steelers game? We should have won that game. Just a little bit more. Just a little bit, and we win that game. So I'll say. I'll say. I think we have the same record. I think we lose the same games we lose. We win the same games we win. That's fair. So guess what? I'm not afraid to get rid of him and tank because we play somebody else because he's not adding value anyways. So what do you what these people who are saying if we get rid of Baker we're going to be two and fourteen? Why? If we didn't play him this year, we I would just still think be six and five. I think there's a fear of as a Cleveland Browns fan that you don't want to live the last twenty years and all over again. Okay. All the quarterbacks in the last twenty years have come to the Browns in awful situations. No coaching, no talent. Look at Deshaun Kaiser, who he had to play with. He played with Hugh Jackson as his coach, the one of the worst lines in football, no wide receivers, no running backs, no talent anywhere. Any quarterback you bring into this Case Keenum would be six and five with this team. Yeah, no, so I So I'm agree. not afraid I, to get rid of him. I think I think a quarterback a quarterback coming into this situation and then you flip the side of the ball. Get a different defensive coordinator. I don't think you really got to shake up the personnel that much. I mean, I think our defensive roster is really good. The the scheme sucks. The coaching sucks. We've been saying that forever. I think you're right that you could bring in another quarterback 
It, it would not be the same situation as it was the last yes, 20 years. Because we're, we're not asking any quarterback that comes in. We're just asking whatever quarterback that we bring in to please throw it to Jarvis Landry when he is wide open <laughs> and to not throw it over his head by 15 feet. Right, yeah. That's all we're asking you we're to do. We're no longer saying, come save our franchise. We're saying, come complete passes. Yes. That's it. Just please. Okay. Don't so. have the lowest catch rate in the NFL of guys who are wide open. That's all we want you to do. Can you just be average, please? <laughs> <laughs> what are we? T- what would we be talking about right now if the Browns <clears throat> don't shoot themselves in the foot in two games and we're sitting at eight and three, tied for first? Oh, even, we'd be like, tied for first, first in the AFC. No if worries. We, if we win the if we win the Chiefs game and we beat the Chargers, two games that we'll get this thing figured won. out. We'll get it figured two out. Two games we definitely no. could have won, but also two games no. that Baker had the chance to go no. win. No, no I, I think that even but even he if also the re- scored forty two points and. No, I agree. I agree, but he had a ch- I get that you Brett you're Huntley wanting, just led like a game winning drive. Yeah, against the Bears, the I team we beat by twenty. The the Chargers just gave up a ton of points to the Steelers. I understand. I don't so I don't gotta get stops too. You I don't think a couple wins the other direction on the record. I mean, it, say the games went exactly the way they did, but just the other team missed a field goal and we ended up winning or whatever. However those played out. Baker's play has still shown everybody that it's not good. Like it doesn't, the record might have, might, could be better, but still your, your eyeballs are going to see the field and say, what is happening out there? Yeah. It's, it's, and I'm not, like I said, I'm not worried. I don't think the team goes into shambles if we don't, if we don't have them. No. And that's why I said, put them on the three week IR because there's this stretch of lions, Ravens by week was going to play out probably the same, no matter who's playing quarterback. So I don't know. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Play better this week, Baker. Seven and five. Talk, play better this week. Don't, I don't, I don't, don't know say what he's anything gonna... to the fans and yeah, uh, I, uh, just I talk like... to the media after the game. You got to take yeah, your if, if you guys are interested in what, we're, what we think of Baker after the game, not talking, uh, what he then did come and say to the media, and also what his wife posted on Instagram, subscribe to the Patreon. That's what we're going to talk about today. and It's going to be good. So if you're interested in those takes, come check that out. Five bucks. <laughs> uh, come check it out I say coffee costs more than that nowadays yeah. so, and you probably get that at least what two three times a week right join the patreon yeah so uh before we get into what went wrong i got one <laughs> what, went right? what went right i was gonna say like, Jesus. Jesus, what have we been doing for the last hour? trust me don't worry <laughs> My God. there's not a, there's not a ton that went right we scored 13 points so you know hang, hang tight uh before, it'll before be over, actually it'll be over quick yeah. yeah before we get into that though remember to check out symbol head to symbol.com backslash dogs d-a-w-g-s play the stock market for sports uh you're going to get on there, use our code, get 10 free dollars, plus your deposit is 100% refundable up to $500 for the first 90 days. You get in, you check it out, you buy some stock, you, you don't like it, you lose all your money, it crashes, whatever. You send the guys a symbol an email, they depo- uh, refund your money. 100% no questions asked. So check it out. Uh, a couple of ways to win. You buy st- you buy shares of teams. As their stock price goes up, you're making money. Also, if they win, for every share you have, you get an instant cash payout. So the more money you put in, I mean, I think it's like 50 cents a win, which doesn't sound like a lot. But if you have 1,000 shares of the Browns and they win, you just made 500 bucks. I think I'm not very good at math, but let's just assume I'm right. Five hundred dollars sounds we, awesome. We usually yeah. do. So, um, but yeah, check them out. Also, to everybody who's in the pick three leagues, I know the last two weeks they haven't had the games up. We've been in contact with them. If you've been on there, you know they changed their their website interface. They cleaned it up a little bit. Well, when they did that, it caused the pick three leagues to kind of go haywire. They're having some issues getting them back online. Um, they did say the Browns jersey still in play. They should have it fixed by this week. So make sure you check it out. Make your picks this week. Um, Browns jersey still in play. So we apologize for that. They apologize for that, but they're working on it. Um, they're just having some technical issues. So uh, head to symbol.com backslash dogs, D-A-W-G-S. Uh, play the stock market for sports. And this Thanksgiving, which is only a couple days, be thankful for family, food, and free bets. DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. They have a turkey day no-brainer you can't miss. New customers can bet just $1 on any Thanksgiving NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get on the the Thanksgiving NFL action in the normal DraftKings app, which I'm going to be because I love DraftKings. 
Uh, you make your first deposit, and then you can play free for millions with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet just $1 on any Thanksgiving NFL game, and you can win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code TPPN this Thanksgiving at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 years or older in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Dogs off the leash. I do need to change that. <laughs> All right. So what went right? We're hit on this real quick before we wrap it up. Um, obviously, you got to talk about the run game. Uh, the offensive line was good again. We had no pass game, uh, and they knew it, and we still ran the ball down their throats to, to ice the game out. That was huge. Nick Chubb was awesome again. Yep. God bless Nick Chubb. Yep. <laughs> I mean, he, he's, he's seriously – He's so good. Thanksgiving's coming up. Just make sure you say quick thanks for Nick Chubb. Yes. To whatever God it is you you know you pray to. <laughs> That's right. Uh, defense played well. I know they gave up the long run to Swift, but turns out DeAndre Swift is a good football player too. Yes. And they, you know, they get paid to play this game. You're gonna give up some plays every now and then. You just gotta limit them. And I thought I thought we did. I expected it to be slightly more dominant, and maybe it was stats wise, like but I was expecting more bears. Where it was just like, holy cow, mm-hmm. this looks like we're playing a JV team. Um, it wasn't quite to that level of dominance. Still forced two picks out of Tim Boyle um, and, and pretty much shut them down. DeAndre Swift had a good game, but other than that, that was it. Um, which is what you should do against a team where you literally don't know any of the receivers. <laughs> right. They were uh, 3 of 11 on third down. I, I mean, that's an issue that the Browns have had mm-hmm. pretty much all season is just giving up third down, third down, third down. So... It was good to see them get out there and limit that this week. Um, I hesitate to give too much credit to the defense this week, though they played well. But, man, that, that is a terrible Lions team with a quarterback. No one even knew who he was before Sunday, and we're still not sure who he is either. Um, just kind of rolling through some stats here. I mean, they only ran 46 plays, 245 uh, yards. They did average five 5.3 a, a play, which is the same as us. Yeah, how crazy is that? Yeah. Tim Boyle led an offense that had the same amount of yards per play as our team. That's how, and that's a, a testament to how good Nick Chubb was to get that average up because the, the passing game wasn't put pushing that average up. <laughs> no. So. I, mean, I thought Anthony Walker had a good game. Uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think he's finally, first couple of weeks we were a little like, hey, this guy was really talked about being the guy like mm-hmm. we finally got a really good line and he's showing that at the linebacker position yep. a little bit it doesn't help too that he came in he was new and then he got hurt right yeah so you know he's finally playing uh better denzel ward i thought had a good game yeah. finally because i mean i've been a critic of his kind of the season about he hadn't been the best it felt like you know teams were going after him a little bit more now that we had newsome on the other side but he had a great game i thought so he's played a Two couple, of the last yeah. three games. I was going to say, he's, he's put really some well. games together. I thought yeah. Greedy Williams played well. Absolutely. Yeah, he did. Yep. He did. Mm-hmm. Greedy's been a pleasant surprise this year, despite the ups and downs of the defense. Yep. I thought, I think Greedy's been a really pleasant surprise. There's been games where he's been out there and you can tell it he is like gassed and he's still just like giving, you know what I mean? Like if we're going to, you know, yeah. people give Baker credit for playing hurt. There were games this year where we were down to basically Greedy at corner. And he, you could tell he was gassed and tired and banged up, and he's still out there giving it. And he's actually yeah. playing at a good level. Maybe this is some recency bias, uh, and you guys can correct me, but I feel like Greedy's kind of been our most consistent cornerback this year. I feel like Newsom's been up and down. You know, he's had some really good games. He's had some. He's a rookie, and I feel like Denzel's been like he's had some really really high level games, but he's yeah. also had some games where it's like not that special. I'll say this about that: he he plays less snaps. So when you're out there less, yeah. you know, you don't That's have to true. do it at such a high level for so many plays. Um, it's like Jordan Clarkson. Well, exactly. That's it's like, like awesome, Greedy doesn't have the elite games, but he doesn't have these like, oh, get him off the field. He sucks today games. Like yes. he's when he's out there, he's he's doing well. 
No. So um, there wasn't a ton of good in this game. Like I said, we, we ran, won. We ran the ball well. We won. We won. Don't uh, forget, we won. We, we did won. win this game. Um, uh, I saw. I saw a stat. This is the first or the sixth time since 1999 that the Browns are over 500 through 11 games. God bless. So, All right. like we said, don't is, panic. Is much. annoying and frustrating much. as the game was and how ugly it was um you know the lines have forced teams into ugly games this yep. year at times and we we somehow won now we'll see if we can capitalize on it and go on a run i don't know if we will seems like derek doesn't think we will um <laughs> but you know we're gonna see we are six and five we still control our own destiny mm-hmm. easiest way of the playoffs is to win the division we still have what four division games left mm-hmm. yep. so i mean you win those games you're probably in the playoffs kind of a guy <clears throat> i was just looking him up on the defensive end any news ever about Jacob Phillips no. ever returning? No, <laughs> you know to the team because they. I know back in preseason and stuff, or before the season when he got hurt, it was like November he'll be back, kind of ready to go. Well, I forgot, somebody I forgot he existed. Yeah, yeah somebody. he was a guy that we were expecting. You know, hey, and at the end of last year, like at the beginning, we were like, why'd we draft this guy? Then at the end of the year, we're like, he's our best linebacker. Yeah. And then going into the season, we're like, okay, well, you had Phillips and you got Walker mm-hmm. now, and you were like, oh, okay, we're gonna put something together. We haven't got to see it. No, no. So I, I mean, he's a forgotten guy. You know, and you can't the, find the, anything. Yeah, the mentioning the greedy. Yeah, I was like, man, what. What's going on with Jacob Phillips? So, I mean, I legit forgot about him. I mean, yeah. I just l- tried to like look stuff up on Twitter. He's There's not nothing. Even, he's not even verified yeah. on Twitter. <laughs> There's nothing. That's, somebody, somebody in our Patreon looked it up, and they were like, "Hey, you know, we kind of we think that there's some news coming. Hopefully, he's coming back." There's it's everything's like no. July, <laughs> September, you know, like it's like oh, right, nobody's no. talked about it. Yeah, that was two months ago. It's it's a, just something different. Sounds like the Bay Harbor Butcher got us. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've been watching a lot of Dexter. <laughs> wow. That's, it is a good show. Yeah. Very enjoyable. Anything else you guys want to touch on about what went right? I know it seems kind of bad that we spent a lot of the episode uh, that we won on a what went wrong, but I think everybody can kind of agree there was there's more to discuss as far as things we needed to improve on as opposed to things we did well in that game. Sometimes you just kind of get lucky and play an inferior team at the right time. Well, and it helped that Jared Goff wasn't out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If Jared Goff plays, do we win? No. <laughs> oh, my God. I really don't know. Dude, all they needed was four more points I don't know. to beat us. I don't, know. I don't know, and I don't really care. At this yeah, it point. doesn't matter. We're it's moving a, on. It's we're a win. Hey, just we're, saying, we're, somehow we win this next game. Seven and five. Seven and five. Seven and five. I'm, that's all I'm holding on hope for right now, brother. You don't even understand. I'm, I'm with you on that. Defense, defense played well again. And other than the pay, like, they've been up and down. If I, I call me weird, I want Lamar to play next week. I, oh, I, for I sure. want him to play because I want to see if Joe Woods has any idea how to stop him. <laughs> we're gonna find out. So we're gonna find out. Hey, I, I just want to win. So that me means Huntley's got to suit up. We'll do that too. I got more faith in us winning against Tyler Huntley or whatever is. I don't know. It's real. I don't Tyler know Tyler Huntley than I do, and Joe Woods stopping Lamar Jackson. I just want to see it. Uh, all right, we'll go ahead and wrap this thing up. Thanks for checking out another episode. Uh, Brown's got a win as ugly as it was. We're sitting six and five season still alive. Um, you know, so thanks for being here with us and gutting it through this topsy turny season. I know it's been kind of up and down some weeks. It's awesome. And other weeks we come on here and it's hard not to just cry to you guys. Uh, <laughs> make sure you guys check us out. I think the episode's going to come out. So this one's a day late. So we're going to release this what Thursday night now, this one tonight, or this one's tonight. Make sure you check us oh, out man. on the next one. What's the next one going to come out? I'm sorry. Uh, Thanksgiving. So th- Thanksgiving. Ooh, uh, so hopefully mean, you guys. Some turkey. Yeah. Yep. Listen to the dogs. Give their uh, preview. Yeah. Uh, fall asleep. Yeah. So have a good, <laughs> have a good holiday. Uh, hopefully you guys all have a good Thanksgiving. Um, if you're a dog pack member, make sure you check out the after hour show. It's going to be a good one today. And for everybody else, we'll see you guys on Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast and become an official Dog Pack member and join the dogs.com.
Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.